0: everybody. Thanks for listening to On the Podcast. Short episode format podcast to give you something to do while you kill time doing your business on the pot. Or maybe you're out to dinner with a friend, talking about something, <laughs> crack a joke mid their drink, and they spit their drink all over your face because it was that funny. So now you've got to go to the bathroom and clean yourself up. Might as well throw on an episode of our podcast learn something.
1: Get less sticky while your brain gets more sticky. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm Liz. And I'm Katie. Hey, Liz. Hey, Katie. What are we talking
0: about today? Katie, we are talking about a movement in women women's equality history. That I'm going to put money on you didn't know about.
1: Ooh. uh, I'm going to say you're probably right because I don't know much about women's history. (laughs) That's horrible. I'm very excited, though.
0: I just don't know that a lot of people know this. Have you heard of the hat pin panic?
1: No, not even a little bit. Oh,
0: boy. Okay. (laughs) So, do you know what a hat pin is?
1: Like a pin that you put on your hat. Mm, Not quite. Then I have zero idea.
0: So, Hat pins were actually invented for wimples and veils, and a wimple is one of those like, you know, the old old school freaking uh, like he- head coverings of way back in the day. Or like if you watch Game of Thrones, the lady who's like, shame, and she's ringing the bell. I never watched her.
1: Game of Thrones. <laughs> like a veil, Mm-mm. wimple.
0: No, it's it almost looks like a nun, like a nun. Okay. All right. Thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, so it was essentially created back back in the day, way back in the day, to um, for those purposes. They're purposes
1: of shaming people? No, of holding like your
0: situation <laughs> in place. Essentially, um, they average about eight inches in length, which is larger than what my hand is doing right now. <laughs>
1: uh, eight inches tall. Eight inches in length.
0: Not the hat. That pin. The
1: pin. The pin. Okay, yeah. I'm on top of it. Yeah. I'm good. Basically,
0: in the late 1880s, hats replaced bonnets for headwear, mm-hmm. and they were a th- they were a thing of prominence. Like, you know, the fancy people got the fancy hats, and you'd put feathers in them, and you'd put jewelry on your hats, and some of the really, really wealthy folks even had hats that were so extravagant that they had birds in their hats, <laughs> which actually led to like the decline of a lot of like bird population oh, in the United States. Thanks
1: one Ugh. Ugh. Dicks.
0: <laughs> so but these, these hats were you know were so large and extravagant and the point was to keep them on your head and keep your hair in place all day long. So the pins mm-hmm. would do that. So pin through the hat into your hair and basically keep it in place. Mm-hmm. You have an idea of what i'm talking about yes i do now thank you
1: yes i had to build that up
0: so initially they were made out of silver and then uh they started to be made out of brass and porcelain and glass um they started to become adorned with coral ivory pearl amber gold uh and then they would get all these like fancy designs so they they ended up just being like a fashion piece that was also functional okay uh and at and you know in the late 1880s getting into the early 1900s women actually started getting jobs out of the house and so this meant that they were leaving they were walking or commuting to work and um they were making money so they were taking that money out to restaurants and Mm -hmm. they were just they were out in the town uh and so that it was no longer common for men to court women at their home
1: Bitch, you meet me out at the restaurant. Yeah, girl.
0: <laughs> meet me for a drink after, if you're lucky. But this is huge. Like this is a huge time of independence. For yeah. A starting time of independence for women. Mm-hmm. And we have, uh, because of that, you know, being out of the house so often, it also led to a higher degree of danger for them because they're now more exposed mm-hmm. to that. So we have, we had at the time what what is called a masher which is essentially the equivalent of a creeper in today's day okay, and age. So just right. men that were, you know, wanted to take advantage of me- of women and be super creepy, but they would dress really proper and, you know, try and just deceive the ladies that they were gentlemen when really they were just creepers, mm-hmm. a.k.a. mashers. So <clears throat> because of this, there were several incidences that I'm going to tell you about. Okay.
1: The mashers specifically uh,
0: that have, that are related to mashers. Okay. So bear in mind, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna tell you some of these stories, but I know that there are hundreds and hundreds because again, you can't have a panic with only four stories. Yeah. So in 1898 in Chicago, Sadie Williams was one of five passengers on a streetcar, and two men attempted to rob this streetcar. They start attacking the conductor, and Sadie realizes that these three other men on her streetcar aren't doing anything. So she's like, mm. "What the heck?" So she pulls her hat pin out, mm-hmm. stabs the one guy in the chest, and he's like, oh, turns around, and she's like, mm-mm, so she stabs him again, Ooh. and he goes running off, and then the other guy, like, turns to her, and she stabs him in the cheek, and he goes running <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, and then she's like trying to ask the conductor if he's okay, but then she passes out, because, you know, it was probably she's overwhelming, fair- yeah. She's like, <laughs> She's a fair lady. But so she stopped this guy from being... Wow, good for her. ...from everybody from being robbed. use that weapon. Yeah. In 1901, there were four girls between the age of 17 and 20 who were attacked by two men on a bridge. And while they were being assaulted, a couple of the girls yelled out, Use your hat pins! And they they stabbed these guys multiple times, and the guys fled. (laughs) I mean, again, like eight inches. small At the average. So some of these pins were huge.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, in 1903, Rosa Wilson was in a streetcar in New York. Uh, this man this man gets on and is standing in front of her and just keeps nudging her with his leg. Mm-hmm. And she's finally like, "Okay, I've had enough of this. Fucking enough!" <laughs> so she pulls out <laughs> her weapon and stabs him right in the leg, just for like touching her. I leg. think he was being creepy. Again, remember a masher a creeper. <laughs> But to further emphasize that point, the a very well known story about this is Lottie or Leotie Blacker from Kansas was visiting New York and she gets onto this streetcar as well. And there's a gentleman who gets on and he just kind of starts like rubbing up against her mm-hmm. and they're like taking turns. And he's like, the car's taking turns, not them. And like, then his rubbing. leg's getting up on her. And then he like <laughs> makes a move to like touch her lower back and she's like, screw this pulls out her hat pin and stabs him through the arm oh. stabs him multiple times he's like screw screw this gets off so it ended up you know because of this there was actually massive support for women being able to pr- protect themselves yeah. defend themselves yeah. from these creepers yikes yeah we had um you know we had people saying that these these hat pins are better for women than guns better weapons for women than guns because (laughs) if a woman is in a situation she's gonna like not know how to handle this pistol or she'll be too thrown off by this pistol so thank goodness she has her hat But she knows how
1: to use that hat pin yeah
0: there are stories too of like (laughs) like a woman and like her husband's mistress like dueling with these pins like in all reality they're basically (laughs) tiny little swords i mean yeah it's it's awesome there were, there were judges at the time who supported hat pins as weapons. They were all for That's it. That's cool. Yeah. But of course, with women getting rights and women, um, women getting freedoms, women being independent and women fighting off creepy men, there are always going to be men who say, uh-uh, these women aren't acting ladylike. We've yeah. got to do something about this. So there were the opposition to the hat pins as weapons. And there were quite a few male lawmakers who wanted to ban hat pins entirely <laughs> and we don't need to go down that road of how we, we see this repeated throughout history roll time and time our again.
1: eyes and go yeah okay.
0: <laughs> yeah people worried that suffragettes were going to be using them as weapons you know mm-hmm. the uh the old panic and then rather than rather than uh rather than trying to stop the violence against women they wanted to stop the response of the violence yeah, against women. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. So they you know. claimed,
0: yeah, so they claimed, you know, that innocent men would be assaulted. <laughs> when we're just going to go out <laughs> and start stabbing you with hat pins. <laughs> you and rub then, all up
1: on me, you might get stabbed with a hat pin. <laughs> exactly. These are innocent
0: men. <laughs> And, uh, and of course they say that, that these women were getting, uh, attacked because of what they were wearing.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, of course they were asking for it. Yeah.
0: If they just weren't showing off so much ankle. (laughs) And I kid you not, that is is what they were saying. Too much ankle. That
1: good neck. You're not going
0: to get a guy creeping up on you. And you're not
1: going to have to use your hat pin. I wasn't rubbing up on her. I was itching. I was being a gentleman. I was, I was scratching my leg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh... So in 1910,
0: Chicago did indeed uh, ban hat pins and that were, no, that were longer than nine inches. And several other cities, several other major cities followed suit. And of course, this is our panic. Like I said, it, it leads into a, further discussions and for, further historical references of the of you know the things that women have had to deal with uh, over time. We still haven't solved that one issue of mashers. <laughs> uh, but of course, everything gets distracted from the issue because the Great War, World War One, starts, and then and then fashion changes, um, and people no longer wore big hats; they wore little things around
1: their head and flapper dresses yeah so let's go start the hat trend again by birds and hat pins and bring this back i'm honestly
0: like yeah i would rather because mace is one thing you might get like you might get some of it back in your face a nice little hat pin that's nine inches long that can really do some damage
1: yeah I'm all about it. Me too. I have a little stabby stab, but it's like basically an inch or two longer than my hand. Yeah. Not going to do much. Not going to break skin. I don't want to get that close to you. No. Nine inches. Give me nine inches. Yeah. <laughs> a l- little tiny dueling <laughs> sword. Stab, set, <laughs> stab, stab. Uh, very cool. Very cool. I wish uh, they didn't have to use it, but like cool. Good for them. And sorry it got taken away.
0: You know? again i just find it very interesting that this is it, it's just a like i said an example first of all women gaining freedom and the response mm-hmm. to that
1: mm-hmm. men are you listening
0: <laughs> watch yourself katie and i are carrying around nine inch long hat pins no matter
1: where we go all right go women women's rights yeah go. thanks liz you're welcome so what's that inside my body
0: desire to stab
1: (laughs) (laughs) and a little bit of knowledge perfect alright see you next time bye